Welcome to Gabor Generation Podcast. We hope to be a blessing to you guys. We'll be posting our messages from our services as well as leadership content. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy the message. Starting this series called God is Real. Right there in the comments, I want you to type God is Real. Right where you are in your house. I don't know if you're in your room, in your car. If you're at the grocery store, they're going to look at you like you're crazy. But you're declaring something and I want you to say it right now. God is real because he is right and and i'm believing that um today we're just doing part one of this series called god is real i'm believing that we're just gonna jump in it right um and as we continue on man god is gonna move in such a mighty way i'm believing for it um and i know that god is gonna impact you right where you are we got the pizza hunt raffle going on maybe some people are watching this for that let me tell you it's gonna happen after this okay um so you have to wait and see if you want it or not but um, man, I'm believing that tonight is going to impact you. It's going to change um, some mindset, some some things in your heart, right? Uh, man, this series, I'm excited for it because it's a declaration. It's something that Satan has been attacking people for so long. We, we, we got to understand that we serve a living God. We don't just serve a book. We don't serve a song. We don't serve a statue. We don't serve a picture. We don't serve something that cannot move. We serve a God that is alive, that is still working, that is still speaking, that is still moving. Like God is real. Right where you are, I want you to say that. God is real. Right now, we're going to jump right into it. I want you to go to Revelation chapter 4. We're going to talk about demons. No, I'm just kidding. Just Revel- I promise you, if we were in a youth service, everybody would be cracking up. Oh, Michelle. Everybody be dying. Um, just put laughing emojis for me, okay? Um, Revelation chapter 4. Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. I'm going to read it from this thing and thing, okay? Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. When you got it, type it in the comments. I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. It says, after this, verse 1, I looked up. And there before me was a door standing open in heaven. Now, before we continue, I want you to know that this is John. This is John kind of getting a glimpse of what God is trying to show him. That's why the book is called Revelation. It's a revelation that John received for something that is to come, right? Um, so, so let's continue. It says, uh, after this, I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven, And the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, come up here and I will show you what must take place after this. This is Jesus speaking. How do we know that? It's in red, dog. Okay. At once, I was in the spirit and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. And the one who sat there had the appearance of Jasper and Ruby. A rainbow that shone like an emerald encircled the throne. Surrounding the throne were 24 other thrones, and seated on them were 24 elders. They were dressed in white and had crowns of gold on their heads. As as we're reading this, just picture this in your head, it's dope. Um, From the throne came flashes of lightning, rumblings, and peals of thunder. In front of the throne, seven lamps were blazing. These are the seven spirits of God. Also in front of the throne, there was what looked like a sea of glass, clear as crystal. In the center around the throne were four living creatures. Now this is insane, right? And they were covered with eyes. In front 
and in back. The first living creature was like a lion. The second was like an ox. The third had a face like a man. And the fourth was like a flying eagle. Now that's some stuff that happened in movies, right? Each of the four living creatures had six wings and covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night. This is where I want us to grasp it, screenshot it on your phone, in your head, whatever. Day and night. I forgot, how does that song go? Day and night. What? You know what I'm saying? Anyways, that's a Jesus culture song. Search it up. Day and night. They never stop saying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Whenever the living creatures give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne and who lives, look at this, look at this, who lives forever and ever. The 24 elders fall down before him who sits on the throne and worship him who lives, look, forever and ever. They lay their crowns before the throne and say, you are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they were created and have their being man i love what what that what they were declaring what the elders and the angels were declaring god the one who was and is and is to come the one who lives forever and ever oh my goodness i don't know about y'all but we serve a living God, one that is alive. Come on, type that right now. Shout it out in your room. Let your baby hear it. Let everybody hear Wake everybody in the house that God is real. We're going to jump into part one, which the title of this message is just that. God is real. Let's pray. God, we thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise, God. We pray that here tonight as we introduce this series, God is real. God, we're declaring right now, God, that you may take the veil off what Satan has put over people, God. God, right now we come against doubt. God, we come against every principality, everything that is trying to disrupt the mind and the belief and the faith of the believers, God. We pray that in the name of Jesus, every person watching, God, that you may arise faith, that you may arise something in their spirit, God. God, so that their worship may be different after this, that their love for people might be different after this, God. The way that they see you may be different after this. In the name of Jesus, we thank you. I give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, amen. Type amen in that thing because we about to jump in here, right? So um, I, I don't know if you guys have. Have anybody ever been to Disney World? Like, Disney World is, like, legit. Steph is shaking no. Girl, I, I went... To Disney World with Steph for her birthday like two years ago. We went to SeaWorld. Never mind. Close enough, okay? Um, close enough. SeaWorld, Disney World, same thing, right? Um, so, but, but, but I remember my first time going to Disney World. Like, for me as a kid, I remember when I was younger, um, one thing that I loved more than anything was cartoons. I remember every day, whether it was a weekend or it was a weekday, I to, to brush my teeth, to do everything I'm supposed to be doing, right? And I remember that she would give me my breakfast, whatever she was making. She'll make some cereal, she'll make something. And I remember sitting down at the kitchen table and watching cartoons. I remember one of my favorite, like, I love the cartoons nowadays. It's dope. Like, I love, uh, what is it, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, uh, Paw Patrol, um, all that cool stuff. Like, like but, but they're cool and all. But back in the day, man, had the best like cartoons in the world. Like I'm talking about back in the day where you had to have a hanger on your TV and you got to move it around um, just so that 
you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, so you don't move it around. You, the, the type that don't nobody walk in front of it because you might mess up the signal, right? Uh, like that type of cable. I remember sitting there and I used to watch all the dope shows like Tom and Jerry. I don't know if you ever seen Tom and Jerry, but Tom and Jerry, that was my thing, bro. Like, I remember Looney Tunes, you know, with, with Bugs Bunny and, and, all, and Daffy Duck and all, all, all those cool characters. But one of my favorite cartoons ever was uh, the classic Mickey Mouse short films. Now, we see, like, the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, like, all that. I'm talking about the Mickey Mouse that was black and white. Not the HD uh, 4K one with, where he had all the color. I'm talking about the black and white one where it had no color, where he didn't even have pupils. He just had a black, like a black dot as his eyes. I'm talking about that kind of Mickey Mouse, right? Uh, I remember I loved watching that. I remember every Christmas, um, the first time when my dad told me, hey, we're going to go to Disney World. And I'm like, brother, what you talking? I've never heard of Disney World. I've never been there. i never really even seen a commercial. Back then, all that wasn't popping like that, right? Um, I remember the, what was the Nickelodeon place? The Nick, Nick, I don't know, the Nickelodeon place. I remember that. But Disney World, I remember my dad said, we're going to go to Disney World for Christmas. That's going to be your Christmas gift. And I remember um, driving, you know, that three-hour drive from Miami to Orlando. Um, and I remember as we're driving, um, I start seeing signs. And as you're going to Orlando, you start seeing the signs a little different. Like they have Mickey Mouse symbols on them. They got Mickey Mouse logos. And I'm like, oh. Hold on, what, what, this thing is, is legit. And I remember as we're driving, you know, they have that huge sign that says, Welcome to Disney World. In the distance, you can see the huge castle. And you're like, and I remember sitting in the back seat like, oh, dang. Hold on, we going in there. And my dad's like, yeah, we going in there. And, and I remember, man, from the parking lot, as soon as you walk in, you just feel like it's different. Like, this place is magical. I don't know what's going on here, what, what type of thing they got going on. But from the parking lot to walking to that mission, you just feel something arising in you. Now, I didn't have no expectation. I didn't have nothing because I never heard of it. I never been there before. And I remember my dad paying the tickets. We walked through. And as soon as you walk in, you see the whole Disney town. Um, you know what I'm saying? And, and you see, like, the whole colors. You see this. You see that. You see all the pictures. You see everything looks like in the TV shows. And I remember we went to the gift store, and my dad, he bought me, a, a, like, a Mickey Mouse book bag. Um, I was, like, this big when I was that age. So that Mickey Mouse thing was like this. That thing was bigger than me. I had a 20-pound weight on my back trying to carry that. And I, and I remember my dad, he bought me, you know, the wizard um, Mickey Mouse hat with the Mickey Mouse on top, the blue thing. Um, and I remember my mom, she was like, you're going to need this. And I'm like, what the heck is this? She gave me a book with, with empty pages on it. And I'm like... Girl, you know I'm struggling in, in language arts. What you talking? I, I can't write nothing in this. What do you mean? Uh, right? Uh, but she's like, no, you're gonna you're gonna need this later. And I'm like, okay, whatever, whatever she's talking about, right? And I remember we go and I'm in front of the castle and I'm like, hold on, we here. I made it. You know, I remember I, back in the day if there was Instagram and all that, like you would see me post a thousand pictures just me there in front of the castle, right? Back then it was MySpace. I wasn't cool like that, but but. I remember sitting in front of the castle, um, and, and it was dope. And out of nowhere, you just hear a parade of people coming. You hear people banging on drums, people with whistles, people with all this. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm confused. I'm shook. I'm scared. Um, and I remember everybody saying, go back, go back. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm, I'm terrified right now. Um, and I remember um, a whole parade of people started coming. And I remember just seeing different people in different outfits. And I remember seeing the guy. Like one of my favorite characters was uh, Donald Duck. Donald Duck was my favorite character in Mickey Mouse. And I saw Mickey Mouse. I'm like, 
Dad, no way. This is freaking insane. Um, and I remember seeing, you know, the chipmunks, and you see the door, and, and you see, um, you know what I'm saying, you see Minnie Mouse, you see Goofy, you see Pluto, you see all these people. I'm like, what the heck is going on? I'm looking for my boy. I'm looking for, for uh, Donald Duck. And I remember my mom starts screaming. She's like, <laughs> I just spit a nasty preacher spit just now. Uh, but but I, rem I remember, <laughs> I don't, have, we all have some fun. I, I remember my mom starts screaming. She's like, she's like, hey, hey, he's right here, he's right here. And she's pointing at me. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm like this tiny, I'm trying to look. I'm like, what, who's she calling? What is she talking about? And I remember in the distance, I saw my boy. I saw Donald Duck. And out of nowhere, he points at me, and he runs to me. And this dude gives me a hug, and I'm emotional. I'm like, oh, my God, he's so real. Like, you know, like I'm crying in his arms. And, and, and he, my mom takes the book out of my, uh, my book bag, and he signs it. Um, you know what I'm saying? And he can, you know, you remember that at Disney World? They signed a little thing. Um, I remember he even did the... Y'all didn't even know I know how to do that, huh? Y'all didn't even know I know how to do that. I, I remember even him doing the... And, he, and he's hugging me and all that. And he pats me on the head like, go ahead, little buddy. And he goes off. And I remember, like, we could go home right now. Like, I could die right now. This is this is the best moment of my life, right? And, and, and I, I remember, like, I, I saw something I saw on TV, something I thought was not real, right? When I go to a place and I physically saw him and I, I physically felt him, I, I literally heard him, my whole attitude changed. Like, as soon as I seen him, I heard him, I, I was in his arms. Like, he, he spoke to me, he did this, he did that. My whole attitude was different. My whole thing changed. I remember even watching cartoons different. Like, no, that dude, he hugged me. That's my boy right there. We cool, we tight like that, right? Because I, I met him before, right? And, and right now, when I think about that, I think about how the angels feel. I think about how the angels can feel, how they can worship day and night, how the angels can worship all day, because why? They physically see God. They, they can literally hear God. They can literally see God sitting on the throne. They can literally see his hands. They can see his feet. They can see the glory on his face. They can see everything that he does as he sits there and receives their worship. He sees it. And why? Because they can physically see God. And right here for this moment, it made me think for a moment. Dang, these dudes worship day and night. They're crying, holy, holy, holy. Why? Because they can see him. This is the key. Because they are real to him. They can physically see him. They can literally hear him. They can see everything about his nature and his character because to them, he is real. The question is, and the point of this entire series and the part one of today of God is real is how would you be if you knew for a fact that God was real? Yeah. How would you be? How would you react? How would you change? How would you speak to him? How would you worship him? How would you give? How would you love people? If you knew that God Almighty was not a book, was not a song, was not a service, but he was real. The Bible says that they, they saw him. They even described everything about him. That the angels sit there day and night worshiping him. That even the elders sit down and say, this is the living God who lives forever and ever. Who was. He is the same God that was alive in the Old Testament. From the beginning of the creation of the earth to the New Testament. When he died on that cross and when he broke at that grave. He is still the God, the one.
one who is, the one who is right now, the one that is present, the one that is alive, the one that is still speaking and is to come. He is the God that is coming back for a church like us. He did not just leave and let us high and dry. No, God is coming back for people like us, part of the church. I can't stand still. I need, I'm about to move. Like, I'm about to move around. I can't. How would you react if you knew for a fact that God was real? That when I speak, someone listens. That when I worship, someone receives it. That when I praise, when I shout, that I can trust Him. When I'm going through the motions, I know I can stand firm because God is there. And I want you to write this down. Look at this. This is so powerful. The angels, they worship, they worship from fact. But we worship from faith. I want you to write that down. If you're going to get a tattoo in your life, tattoo that thing on you. The angels worship from fact. We worship from faith. Like the angels, the reason their worship is the way that it is, is because they know for a fact that God is real. But we worship from faith because we worship something we cannot see. We worship from faith. I want you to know this. You give a worship that not even the angels can give. Because the angels do not know what it's like to be redeemed. But you do. The angels don't know what it's like to be free. But you do. The angels don't know what it's like to be broken. But guess what? You do. You give God a worship because they receive, God receives their worship from a fact standpoint. God receives your worship from a faith standpoint. They worship from fact. We worship from faith. And we can look at this moment and see faith. I want you right now, right now, go to Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to jump into it. We're going to jump in. I promise you this is going to be fire. I hope so, right? (laughs) Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 through 7. Let's read this. If you don't have it, I'll read it for you. It says, Now in faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance my voice just cracked. Nasty. You hear that? My boy is becoming a man. Anyway. An assurance about what we do not see. Look at that. Now wait. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. So that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. It's going to get better. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as righteous when God uh, spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, Abel still speaks even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commanded as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists. And that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. This is what I want you guys to get it. Please. Verse 7. By faith, Noah... When warned about things, look at this, look at this, look at this. Oh my goodness, I can't stand still. No one had faith. Look what it says. Not yet seen. In the beginning it said, 
we have a hope for an assurance for something that is not seen. And at the end of the scripture, it is saying that we have hope for things not yet seen. Meaning, just because you do not see it does not mean it is not there. Mm. Meaning, you have not seen it yet. Mm -hmm. Faith is not believing in something that you'll never see. Faith is believing something that you have not seen yet. Now, we have faith in God. We have faith when we worship, when we pray, when we come before Him, when we sacrifice, when we give, when we tithe, when we do all these things. Because we're hoping for something we have not seen yet. Right now I don't see God, but I know He's real, and I know I will see Him one day. Right now I don't hear God, but I know that I have not seen Him yet. I will see Him one day, because he, because God is real. I didn't hear Him yet, but I will hear Him one day, because I have not seen Him yet. Faith is believing something you have not seen yet. It's there. I just haven't seen it yet. And right now, I want every person that is watching and that is listening right now, that right now Satan has been attacking especially our generation and attacking us in a way and putting a veil over our eyes saying, oh, you don't see him, you don't see him. But God is saying, you do not see me yet. Just wait on it. I'm coming back or either you coming to me. Oh, come on, man. I can't stand still right now. Like, you have not seen God yet. We have faith for something I will see. You have faith in so many things in your life. Before I put my Bible on this table, I didn't check it. I didn't look. I didn't see who, who. I didn't call the manufacturer like, hey, brother, you sure this is straight? You sure this is right? No, I put my thing on there. I have my faith in this thing that is holding my Bible up. If I sit on it, I ain't going to check it first. I'm just going to sit on it. When you woke up this morning, you turned on your car. You didn't check the engine. You didn't check the oil. You didn't check the gas before you even turned it on. Oh, you went in that thing and you... If it didn't turn on, I'm praying for your car that's coming. But, but, but you have faith in those things. Why? Because faith is something we do not see yet. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people have not been speaking that. Faith is something you do not see, yes. But it's something you don't see yet. Mm-hmm. It means that there's something that is there. You just don't see it yet. Yeah. But you got to have belief. You got to believe in that thing. That is what faith is. Not just believing in, in something that is in, in the mist or something I'll never get. No, it's something that I'm going to get one day. Yeah. And I want you to know that God is real. That when you speak, God listens to you. Man, how would you live yeah. if you knew God was real? Mm-hmm. How would you pray if you knew God was listening? Wow. How would you worship if you knew God was receiving it? Mm-hmm. How would you give If you knew God was sowing a seed in the kingdom of God. How would you love people if you knew that it was God who was doing something in their lives? How would you have hope in people when you know that it is God working something out in the midst of something that I cannot see? How can you trust in God if you don't even believe that he is real? I want to challenge you for throughout these weeks to jump in and plug in with faith. That God is real. Scripture just said that without faith, it is impossible to see God. It is impossible to please God without faith. The angels worship from fact. We worship from faith. Mm -hmm. We worship from a standpoint, I don't see him right now. But guess what? I know I haven't seen him yet. And I want you guys to get that. I want you guys to get this last point. Last point. I remember one time. There was this, uh, this father of a friend of mine, and I remember that he, he wanted me to come pray for his dad, right? Um, and, and I remember as I went there, 
um, I went to pray for his dad and all this, and, and he believed in God somewhat here or there, right, whatever. But I remember praying there, um, and it was just me and him. His, his son was too, like, weak to be there. I don't know. He was very sad and depressed. I would imagine his dad is about to... You know what I'm saying? Um, and I remember speaking with the father, and I remember saying, oh, "Hey, hey, bro, how's everything? I, I'm gonna pray for you, um, and, I, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm believing that whatever happens next, man, God has something for you, and, and you will meet God. You know what I'm saying? Like all this stuff. Um, and, and I remember he told me something that till this day has impacted me with my faith in God. He said, "Louis, my my fear is this." With tears in his eyes, he said, "My my fear is this that." When, when I lay down and I'm no longer here, that I will wake up and see something that I've missed my entire life. Look what he said. He said, my biggest fear is that I die and I wake up and see a God that was alive the entire time. Wow. But I didn't believe him while I was here. Mm. And I want you guys to get this. Just because you do not see it, does not mean it's not there. Yeah. And I want you to get this. Don't miss out. Look at this. Look at this. Don't miss out mm -hmm. on something that's been there the whole time. Mm -hmm. Don't miss out on something that's been there the whole time. God is with you. Even though you don't feel him right now, God is there. Even though you don't feel like anyone's listening, God is there. Even though you, you don't see anything happening good in your life, let me tell you, God is there. Don't miss out on something that's been there the entire time. Don't struggle back, go back and forth. No, no, he's there the entire time. Even the moments you do not feel like he's there, he's there the most. I want you guys to get that God is real. I love the last thing that encourages me about Revelation was this, that the Bible says that the elders would go on their knees and they would worship God. You are the living God, the living God who lives forever and ever. I want to suggest this to you, this, this simple question. Every person watching right now, wherever you are in your room, we're ending right now, but what would you do if God was right there in front of you? Man, I, I remember praying the other night and I thought that. How, what, what would I do if God was right here? And, and I remember the Holy Spirit speaking to me and he said, I am. Mm -hmm. and so I want to I suggest that to you guys. How would you be if God was right there? Just for a moment, I want you to close your eyes and we're going to pray. But every time that you pray, ask yourself that. What would I do if God was listening? What, how would I worship if God was watching me? How would I live if God was paying attention to me? How would I love my neighbor? How would I forgive if I knew that it was God there with me? And I want to suggest this to you, to that question, is that he is there. God, I pray right now for every person watching Jesus that we may ask ourselves that what would we do, God, if you were listening? Because you are. 
What will we, how will we worship if you were receiving it because you are? God, I pray for every person right now that through their days for the rest of their life, that they walk with that conviction that my God is real. That, that no doubt can come against them. No, my God is real. That whenever Satan comes against them with thoughts, that, that you're not even there, that you're not listening, that they walk with the conviction, no, my God is a living God. God, we thank you for you. You are the one who was, the one who is and is to come, God. Thank you, Lord, that you heard everything. You've received everything from us, Jesus. And I pray that that may haunt us, God. What will we do if you were there? Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory, honor, and praise just as the angels. God, from now on, we don't worship. We, from, from that standpoint, we worship from faith. I don't see it. No, I don't see it yet. I worship from faith. Just as the angels worship from fact, God, we worship from faith. We live by faith. We walk by faith, God. We thank you, Jesus. We give you glory, honor, and praise here tonight, God. We thank you. In Jesus' name, I pray that if this encourages you, man, let that question haunt you. What would I do if God was right here? Because guess what he is?